Well, it sure has been a while now, hasn't it? Hello. Long time no see, I suppose. Cody Goff of UnqualifiedGamers.com. This is the first new episode that I will have posted in the last three weeks, which is a very long time for us. Please rest assured that nothing bad has happened. There's been no peril that anyone's been in, to the best of my knowledge. Everything is just just dandy, just very busy in a very good way. I know busy is kind of this like catch-all word that people use for, I don't know, everything. Just kind of like to describe life in general. How have you been? Busy. Oh, how you doing today? Busy. You know, it's just kind of a thing or whatever. But uh, in this instance, I don't just mean it to mean stuff's been happening. I, I mean it to mean that stuff's been happening that has pre- prevented uh, both John and me from posting a new episode of Unqualified Gamers. But hey, here we are. I'm actually kind of surprised we only missed two weeks. Delighted and surprised that we only missed two weeks. First of all, this is the only the first time we've missed more than one consecutive week in I want to say over a year and a half. We've actually been very very good. So this this month was very very bad for us in terms of of podcasting. However, it was a very good month in terms of everything else. So as many of you know, well if you've ever listened in the last you know several episodes, you'll know that I was moving. So, and if you're watching this video on YouTube, and actually you can probably tell in the audio as well, the acoustics are a little different. I am broadcasting from my new apartment. And it is, it is this is not like a split screen. It's quite spacious in the, the living room area where my desk currently resides. All of the organization of everything in this room is subject to change as, as I'm still working on getting settled. But that said, I'm in my new apartment. I love it. It is a fantastic location. I am starving to death as I record this, and I am definitely walking to the corner after this. And by the corner, I mean about a three-minute walk north of here is both a Qdoba and a Potbelly. So I can really do whatever I want. I may get a burrito at Qdoba and then go next door and get a shake at Potbelly just to indulge myself. And there we are. So I'm in my new apartment now. Uh, the reason we couldn't record that first week was due to a combination of uh, John randomly traveling for his job, which I guess is a thing that happens, I guess, and me moving, obviously. And then last week, we actually missed out because he was busy preparing for Martin Con, as I was kind of still getting settled in my apartment as well. He was super busy prepping for Martin Con. Martin Con, for those of you who don't know, is the nickname that we give to when some of our friends, including me, go up to Minneapolis to visit John because he is a family man and a father, and it's very difficult for him to travel anywhere, so we all go to him. Also because he's selfish and makes us go to him. But actually, it was quite a, quite a nice weekend. I went up with, with a few of my friends were there, a couple of them the entire time, one for a more abbreviated period. And the idea is to play board games, because if you've, again, ever listened to this, and let's face it, if you're listening, you're probably either a longtime listener or someone who's known both John and me forever, so I probably don't need to go too much into detail with this. But John is really into board games, so it's also an excuse to just sit and just straight up play board games. Uh, his 
his wife is super accommodating and wonderful and an amazing host and legitimately like cooks for us like she's awesome she is a saint and uh and i'm sure john appreciates her like letting him kind of have us all over as as much as i appreciate um their hosting abilities capabilities which are are quite great so we were up at martin con and then you know now it's post martin con john is getting settled down i am now settled down and that happened. That was great. So we will be back to a regular schedule after next week. Next week, I am going to be in Puerto Rico, basically all week. I've never been to Puerto Rico. I've been to Mexico once, but besides that, I've never really been to Latin America. Pretty sure Mexico counts as Latin America. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, Puerto Rico, so that'll be fantastic. I don't know if you can even call Latin America because it's really the U.S., but does Latin America refer to just everything south of the U.S., or does it just refer to South America, or does it refer to Mexico and everything south of that? Like, is Jamaica Latin America? I don't know. I'm unqualified. I'm the unqualified geographer. This is Unqualified Gamers, a unqualified geography podcast where I have no business talking about geography games so there we are in any event i'm gonna be in puerto rico with my lovely girlfriend who if the apartment behind me looks clean is completely her doing so i need to thank her profusely for that because the place looks pretty phenomenal at least on one one side of me there's always gonna be stuff in the kitchen that's that's what kitchens are for right but I'm going to be in Puerto Rico for a few days with her just to have a little summer trip. Uh, seems like the thing to do these days. And because of that, there will be no no podcast next week. However, mid-June rolls back. Uh, John and I will be posting at least once every two weeks. We're going to try to hit every week, especially since we're leading up to Gen Con. Gen Con Indianapolis, the world's largest gaming convention, which is early this year. It's the last weekend in July. It's always near the start of August, so it's not ridiculously early, but it is a bit early. So last weekend in July, we'll be at Gen Con, and all of our high school friends from growing up will be there, and we will play a lot of board games pretty much all the time, and also perform a live podcast. That's right. If you're at Gen Con Indianapolis 2015, uh, the Friday of Gen Con, which I believe is July 31st, but who could know, right? The Friday of Gen Con, we are doing a live podcast. It is in the Gen Con event registration book. It will be in the event catalog. It's on their website. You can search Gen Con Unqualified Gamers. We will do a live episode. And we're very much looking forward to that. So that's all very exciting. And that's kind of the update in terms of scheduling for the podcast. And, you know, hopefully you haven't been waiting with bated breath this entire time or worried about us, God forbid. Because, again, nothing bad really has happened to any of us. Although I will say that I did experience the plague gnome that is Nurgle. I don't know if I sound sick to you. I don't. I don't feel nearly as bad as I I did earlier today, but the day, I'm going to say two days after Martin Con, I just randomly had this little itch in the back of my throat. And I was like, this is not good. I am not getting sick three days before Puerto Rico. So I slept a bunch last night, or I slept a bunch the day before. Yesterday, I worked from home. I emailed my my office, and I was just like, I'm going to work from home and try and kick this, you know, cold before it kicks into high gear. 
Today I went into work despite not feeling much better, but after lots of tea and orange juice and medicine, I'm I'm recovering much better again than earlier today. So hopefully by the time I leave for Puerto Rico in a couple of days, I'll feel great. Very excited about all of that. But Nurgle, for those of you who don't know, is John's nickname for his one-year-old child because apparently babies just fester sicknesses and make everyone sick. And apparently that happened to me. That or staying up until 4 a.m. every day drinking Mountain Dew and playing Hyrule Warriors. I, it's hard to say. Who could know, right? But I am feeling a bit better, and Nurgle is really the only bad thing that happened. Unless, I guess, you count getting back into Hyrule Warriors, which is also a thing that happened. As you know, I've talked way too much about that game on this podcast, so I won't get back into it. But I rediscovered Hyrule Warriors while up visiting John. See, I brought my I brought my Wii U up to Minneapolis because I downloaded Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. I didn't buy the disc. And what that means is that if I wanted John to try Smash Brothers, I had to have my actual Wii U. So I brought it up there. Well, it turns out that in the Wii U was the disc for Hyrule Warriors. And when everyone else went to bed, because I'm a night owl and I was having caffeine anyway, I decided to partake in some Hyrule Warriors. And now I'm back on this collecting spree that is ridiculous and needs to end. This completionist streak I have going, wherein I have to get everything in the game. I've uncovered every square in the original Adventure Mode map, and there are three more maps from the DLC. So I... I don't know. Maybe by the time I get back from the sun on an island, I won't have any desire to sit around anymore uh, indoors playing Hyrule Warriors. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. But that's a thing that happened. And in terms of other gaming stuff, I guess before I get into that, I should address the background noise that you may be hearing right now. So I've got my air conditioning on, which is great to have central air for the first time in... Uh, one, five years? Definitely five years. One, two, four. Maybe four. First time in four years, bare minimum, that I have had central air conditioning. No, 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 no. I forgot one. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, it has been probably six or seven years since I've had central air. So this is quite nice. I've got that running because as we took three weeks, two weeks off, uh, apparently summer started to happen, at least in the Midwest. It's exciting. Um, so you may hear a low rumble or whatever from that. I'm not sure if I'll be able to filter that out. Oh, no, I won't because my PC isn't set up. This is, there's so much to update you on. It's ridiculous. There's, there's too much. There's too much. My P- All right. Oh, man. Where do I even go from here? So basically, this episode is going to be posted raw, unedited. I don't even think I'm going to get the theme song in. Uh, for the audio version of this podcast, because I do all my audio editing and production for Unqualified Gamers on my PC. My PC is normally connected to my TV. I have not connected my... What the hell is it called? My mixer? Why can't I think of the word? My The thing... My receiver. My gosh. Clearly, I'm sick, and it's getting to my brain. I have not set up my receiver and my surround sound in my living room because the furniture situation has not been finalized. I'm like in the market for a new uh, TV stand and some couch rearranging. The The layout of this living room is kind of 
weird. You can't see the whole thing. It's very spacious, as you can probably maybe tell from the vast amount of space behind me and the echo you're getting from the acoustics in here. It is very spacious, but it's laid out in such a way that certain furniture needs to go certain places. And until I get that resolved, I don't want to like get all the speakers out and run the wires and get everything settled. So I just want to have the finalized pieces of furniture until I really stick them there. In the meantime, my PC is not connected to anything. I could carry it over to my TV and plug it in and do all that, but it's just too much. I don't like redoing things. I really don't like redoing things. Like, if I'm like, oh, I want to put this on the wall, I'm not just going to pound or nail on the wall and put it up there. I want to make sure it's exactly where I'm going to want it basically forever, where that nail is going to go, so I don't have to redo it or, or take it out and move it or what. Like, I, I hate that stuff. So because I'm basically insane is what I'm saying, because I'm basically insane, I don't have access to use my PC or any of my Steam library, sadly, or any of my editing software. So that's why you're going to get this episode a la carte. That's not the right word, but you know what I'm getting at. It's going to be unedited for the most part, and I'm just going to kind of stick it up and hope you enjoy it. Uh, the reason I'm mentioning that is because I won't be able to filter out the air conditioning sound or the other sound that is a random low rumbling sound that you may be picking up. I don't know because I didn't feel like wearing headphones for this podcast. And also because I'm just kind of legitimately curious when listening back to hear how it sounds. But I live very close to the train. The elevated train, or the L, in Chicago, which runs all around the city and is what gets people places... I live between, betwixt two stops on the brown line, or red line, or purple line, because they all apply in my situation. So there is an elevated track, I would say no further than maybe 300 feet from my, from my back balcony. It could be maybe 500, but it's quite close. And there are two and a half, depending on how you count it, two and a half, three lines that go back and forth. I'm recording this just after rush hour, so you shouldn't hear it too often. But occasionally there is that rumbling. Now, I don't know how the microphone is going to pick it up. On my end, it's not that bad. When I first moved in, I was very worried because the first few times it is quite loud. And I I was legitimately in something of a panic because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get used to this. And then people would always give me the line, oh, you'll get used to it. You won't even hear it anymore. And, and everyone says that. And I knew they would say that. But I was like, I don't think you understand how close I am to three lines that run very late into the night and start early in the morning. I really don't. But they were right. A lot of times I don't notice it. And when I do notice it, I don't register it as much. I don't know. I'm getting used to it. It'll be interesting to see how the microphone picks it up. Uh, This is probably really boring to you at this point, but frankly, I'm sick, and my brain is not running on all all cylinders right now. And I will readily admit that, but it's either this or nothing. So this is what you get what you pay for, basically, is what I'm saying. Anyway, if you hear that that rumbling sound, that's what's going on. So that's the, the L train. Yo, L train! I feel like that should be like a nickname for my friend Logan. Co-host of Unqualified Experts, which, by the way, is still going to also happen. I'm all over the place right now. This is horrible. This is why I should have made notes. Oh, wait, I did. Doesn't matter. They're still terrible. This, this is... The notes are... You know what I'm saying. So, what I'm saying is, uh, Unqualified Experts is a series, a YouTube series on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash unqualifiedpodcast, 
uh, where we pretend to be experts on, on certain topics. We've only done three episodes, and the last one was like a month ago, but we are going to continue doing them. As I'm, I'm sure you can imagine, scheduling five people to be available at the same time when two of them are, are fathers of children who are under a year and a half old, challenging can be quite difficult. Especially then when people like me are jumping off to Puerto Rico like total jerks, right? So, Unqualified Experts is, is not been canceled either, I guess. Neither has this podcast. We're just, summer hits us. And we've said this before. We've said summer hits us. And every time John would say that, I'm like, no, 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 but we got it this time. We got it this time, guys. I was wrong. I was wrong. That's literally the only time you'll ever hear me admit that when referring to anything, uh, including me and John. But... I, I will say that his predictions were perhaps more accurate than I had hoped in that we're pretty busy and unable to record as often as we'd like to. So here we are. <clears throat> anyway, video games, games. Do we want to talk about games at all? <laughs> all right. It's a podcast we do. First, let's check with the audience and see if there's any questions on this episode. Do, 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 do. That was the asking theme song. No, there are not. Okay, good. Because I, I haven't really been looking at my computer screen because... Again, my brain is functioning at like 60% capacity, and the idea of looking at things while talking right now, not, not easy. Games. While up at John's, we played five-player Battlestar Galactica, the board game, with like one or two expansions or half of the stuff from one expansion and half from another. I don't know. It wasn't the base game. It, was, it took over an hour to explain the rules, probably an hour and a half. Which is somewhat normal for games, like the kind of games we play, the more complex ones. I would say maybe 45 minutes to an hour is maybe a little more the standard, but an hour and a a full-blown hour and a half, and then we still had to look up rules through the entire game. It was fun, and I really would like to play it again, but something about the minutia and... It's good for games to have a lot of nuance and minutia because that increases the amount of strategy required to get to be really good at them, right? Like it requires more thought, and that's good. But I didn't, I didn't love the way it was complex. I guess to a degree. Again, I would play it again and really enjoyed it and would like to play it again. But something about it bugged me, and I, just, I maybe I just wish there was a lower point of entry. Maybe I wish I had had caffeine before having the rules explained to me. I don't know what it was. I know it wasn't my favorite game in the world, but I do know. Again, I'd give it another shot. And I've heard, I was told several times that the original Battlestar Galactica game is not really super great, and you kind of need the expansions to make it a really fun, good experience. So if you want to check out the Battlestar Galactica board game, maybe take that advice. Maybe ignore it, since I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know, there's unqualified gamers, I'm doing it by myself, sick, and don't know what I'm even talking about, so there's that. <coughs> See, that cough proves I'm sick. That's how you know. We also played, uh, well, it won't go in chronological order, because it doesn't matter to you, but we also played Belfort. Belfort is a five-player game, and it is one of my favorite games, because the first time I, it is a, a resource management game, I guess, where you're buying resources and managing them every turn. And it's only five or six turns, but it, it takes a while to play. It's fun. Uh, the reason I love it is because I won when we played last year. I don't typically win these games. Again, they're very hard and complicated. There's a lot of nuance to all the rules. 
and the people more familiar with the rules typically have an edge on you. So I won Belfort last year by crazy random happenstance. I did not win this year, which was sad, but it was still a fun game. We also played with an expansion for Belfort, so that'd be interesting to check out some other time uh, as well, now that I'm a little bit used to the expansion, where it really does change the game, which is really fun. We also played Chaos in the Old World, which takes place in the Warhammer or Runebound or Lord of the Rings. It takes place in a universe, right? It's it's a fantasy game, and you, you kind of fight each other, and you try to, like, dominate the map. That was very fun. We played Chaos in the Old World twice. Totally would play it again. I did not win either time. The second time I played as Nurgle, and I was not as successful in winning the board game as John's son was in getting me sick, apparently. But that was also a good time. I will say I enjoyed it much more with my music selection of the Warcraft 2 theme song than I was of John's weird top 40 pop Jason Derulo playlist that he had on. So imagine this, like you're playing as Nurgle the Plague Gnome and you're trying to dominate, uh, who knows, the Empire, which is the center square in the map, and you're summoning your fanatics or whatever they're called and warriors and de greater demons uh, to do battle with the other people and there are hero tokens taking out your characters. And in the background you're hearing, oh, Jason Derulo! Jason Derulo, Jason Derulo, and, and like that's just going on. It's, I felt like I should have been clubbing and trying to pick up 19-year-old, or let's go with 21-year-old girls at a club in Chicago. Uh, more like that than I should have been in a medieval landscape. So we did. I did get to a breaking point, and I just stopped it. And I was like, I cannot do this anymore. We are not at a nightclub we are not at a uh, sports bar we are playing a game that takes place in a fantasy world with orcs and hammers and hammers why would i say that orcs and heroes and swords and magic and sorcery etc it's not congruent whatsoever so that was Chaos in the Old World. And then we also played... The final game we played was extraordinarily disappointing in nearly every way because we were all drunk. So what happened was we planned on playing Eldritch Horror, which is based on H.P. Lovecraft's universe, right? With, like, Cthulhu and demons and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Arkham Horror is perhaps a more well-known game in that universe, but I don't know because I've never played it. But Eldritch Horror is what we played. You travel the world as investigators trying to solve mysteries so that you, so that this demon like Nox Dothraki or something doesn't get summoned onto the map, which he destroys the world or whatever. Um, I played as apparently like the politician who is this horribly broken character that makes every character basically invincible. And it made the game apparently very easy, although by the time we were halfway through, I had been drinking a lot. Not really, actually. I had had a couple drinks, which to me is a lot. I had a couple drinks, and twice in a row, my character was, like, detained or uh, delayed somewhere, which means I basically lose a turn. 
and turns take a long time in games like this. So for like 20 minutes, I basically had nothing to do. So I pulled out my phone and started playing Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft, which I've been really getting into, as we all know. And uh, I was so engrossed in Hearthstone and the inability to concentrate due to alcohol that I just kind of checked out a little bit, I guess. One of our team, because in this game, this game's kind of fun. We, I guess I did win one game all weekend, and that was Eldritch Horror, because the whole team plays against the board, which is cool. So it's a total co-op game, and I really like co-op games. I always wish there were more co-op video games that I could play with friends, but alas, I have no friends. So, uh, but uh, this was co-op, and we won, and that was great. But one of our teammates literally went to bed before the last turn because we were that far ahead, and he just didn't care at that point, I guess. So who knows? But but those were fun. So Battlestar Galactica, uh, again, not my favorite. Chaos in the Old World is probably the highlight in the weekend for me. Belfort, also quite good. And then Eldritch Horror probably would have been more fun if we didn't have a totally broken character just destroy the game for us, i.e. me. And uh, it had been a little more challenging. But all in all, a very good time. And in terms of video games, really, there is nothing new for, for me to report. Neither John nor I have finished Transistor because we've been doing other things we uh, i mean i i got back on the hyrule warriors deal but there's nothing more to say about that i haven't been like he uninstalled and i've been playing less of final fantasy record keeper it just can't compete with hearthstone that's that's the bottom line record keeper is a fun mobile game and if you really like final fantasy then i would strongly encourage you to buy it or download it because it's free but if you like hearthstone there's no reason because why would you not play hearthstone right and in terms of what we played there, John was in the middle of his Final Fantasy marathon. So we played some Final Fantasy VII, not nearly as much as, as last year, oddly. But we played a little bit of that. And again, I brought up Smash Brothers for us to play, which John did not love, which I knew. I called that ahead of time. I was like, I know he's not going to love this game. He didn't. Doesn't matter. It's still awesome. And it it did make me nostalgic and and like sad that when Smash Brothers Melee came out, I was at a point in my life, it was high school, and all of my friends and I would hang out and just play it for hours on end. And that was like a thing we could afford to do with our lifestyle. And with Brawl, when that came out, I lived with two of my best friends. One of them played all the time with me. We unlocked everything. We played online. John, John Martin and I actually used to team up on uh, smash boards or smash forums or all is brawl it was all is brawl.com or net we get on all is brawl and get in the 2v2 chat rooms and then exchange friend codes and like challenge random teams and fight them and it was just like it was super fun and i i was working like part-time at that point or something so i could afford to do that and i was single and all these other things and it's just the new Smash Bros. makes me sad in that way, possibly, that the last World of Warcraft expansion made John sad in that it's not that I wish that I were still in that place in my life because, you know, that would be boring and monotonous, but experiencing the game in the context of my current life is not nearly as rewarding as it used to be, and that, that is a bittersweet feeling. And it means that I've grown up, apparently, which sucks but also it means that just my lifestyle has changed and again that's good like I don't want to feel like 
I can look back and be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm around 30, vague association of my age, and still have the same exact lifestyle as I did when I was 15. Like, that wouldn't be good. So it's good, but... Like, I don't have people to sit around and play multiplayer with for a couple hours a day or even a week. Uh, There's just certain people that I know with that interest near me. The online just doesn't hold up well enough for that to fill that. And there's there's just some magic was lost is all, uh, which is a little sad. But no, I said I'll mopey, so I won't. Um, Playing Spence Brothers was still fun. It was fun to do with those guys up there. I just, you know, when's the next time I'll do it? I don't know. And is it fun single player? Yeah, but I get... It's going to sound really messed up. I get overwhelmed with the amount of content in Smash Brothers, and I don't want to replay through classic mode as every single character. That's ironic because I'm playing through Hyrule Warriors, which is the same thing basically over and over, but I don't know. For some reason, it's different. I'll have to think on that. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, but we did play a little bit of, of video games, and we also played some Mario Kart 8. We did not play the Mario Kart drinking game where you like have to shotgun or drink or do whatever while you're driving or not while you're driving. There's some drinking games. We, we, I mentioned those, and John's like, I think I'm too old to play drinking games. And I was like, well, yeah, I know. I'm just telling you what they are. So there are, there are those which, you know, drink responsibly. Always drink responsibly. It's not sarcasm. God, I sound like such an old person right now. It's stupid. What else happened? Uh, so that's the story with all the video games that happened. We all played lots of Hearthstone. My friend Will beat me a bunch of times because his cards are way better and he sucks. So there's that. And uh, one other thing we did over the weekend is we saw Mad Max. It was terrible. Like, let me rephrase that. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't for me. It is literally two hours of car chases. And that is all that happens. So, were they well done? Yes. That's kind of it. I don't know. Everyone I saw it with loved it. And they thought it was awesome. It was so awesome. Two of the people I was with were seeing it for their second time. Clearly, it's a very popular movie. People are very obsessed with it. I walked in with zero knowledge of anything Mad Max. I didn't know anything about the movie. I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know what it was about. I don't know anything about the originals, even though I own them on DVD. I never watched them. Like, I knew nothing going in, and I just expected to walk in, and, you know, it would probably start with an action scene, and then they'd establish some things, and then do another action scene, or, like, there'd be something to set it apart or make it profound. But no, like, the action, like, the, the whole movie's car chases, and they're well done, and they're good, and they're exciting, I guess, but I, I just wasn't into it. I really, I never got into it. At no point in the movie was I like, oh, this is awesome. There were some kind of fun parts, but I don't know. It just felt totally fell short for me. Totally fell short. And... Yeah, it just, I don't know. It wasn't for me. But John loved it. He will, he called me basically an idiot for not loving it. All my friends pretty much called me an idiot for not loving it. They were like, oh, but the story's not like overt. It's like subtle and implied. And I'm probably really spoiled because I watched Easy Rider about a month and a half ago. You want to talk about a movie where a lot of character development and things are kind of like more subtle and implied? Go watch Easy Rider. Do yourself a favor, go watch Easy Rider. Then watch Mad Max and tell me that it has any depth at all. I mean, it's literally a big, strong dude with virtually no motivation. And they're like, oh, but 
he was sad about this thing, and then he wanted retribution. It's, I don't, okay, how, really, how, really, how is that, I mean, oh my god, it's so generic. It's a generic, strong dude, and then a woman who needs him, and you can talk about how the movie was feminist as much as you want, it wasn't. It actually wasn't a feminist movie, because feminism's about, like, men and women being equal. This movie had girls being really good at being physically strong and good with guns, which is a masculine trait. So they're still subscribing to this idea that men are better and women should aspire to be like men. So it's not feminist at all. It's still patriarchal as hell. But people apparently missed that message, too. They're like, oh, look at this badass. She can, like, shoot a gun and win in a fist fight. It's, like, cool. You just said she's cool because she exhibits masculine tendencies. Really? What are you doing? People don't think anymore. It's dumb. So I didn't care about that. But the fact is, at the end of the day, Max saves their asses over and over and over again. So it's not even that. It's just, it was just a generic strong dude and some girl that needed him for one reason or another. Whether she can win in a fist fight or not doesn't matter. She still needed him. And then it was generic, and at the end, he kind of left. I, I don't know. Nothing, there were a lot of cool things about the movie, like in terms of set design. And again, the, the chase scenes were well done. They weren't bad, but it was just like in your face explosions and nonstop just garbage flying at you for the entire movie. And I'm just like, I like breathe for three seconds, you know? And I don't know. It wasn't for me. It was too much. That's way too much about a movie that I did not need to even talk about at all. But here we are. It's my chance to rebut at those who uh, took me to see it, who insisted that I'm essentially an idiot for not loving it. So there's that. So, yeah, uh, good times. I live in a new place. I saw John. We actually shot a promo video for our Gen Con podcast that I'll be posting once I have computer capabilities in any way. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks uh, for another episode of, of Unqualified Gamers. That'll be July, let's say, 10th. June 10th. Good Lord, we're not skipping June. June 10th-ish, or whatever that Thursday is, uh, you will have another brand new episode of Unqualified Gamers, hopefully with John. Actually, I don't know why I said that. Hopefully just with me again, because I'm really great, but possibly with John. And until then, I'm sure there are things I should have said but didn't, and that's too bad that you're not going to hear me say them because I'm done. I'm going to go get food. Starve a fever, feed her cold is a mantra or a idiom or a, it's not an idiom. It's a saying I heard growing up, starve a fever, feed a cold. I have a bit of a cold and it wants me to feed it right now. So I'm going to go do that. Y'all stay classy or whatever we say at the end of this podcast. If you, for reference, maybe to see what we usually say at the end of this podcast, maybe I should go to unqualifiedgamers.com where I can check out all of our episodes and find our YouTube channel and other channels. What do you think of that? That would have been a really effective send-off if I had actually had my mouse over the stop broadcast button as I was saying that. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. Okay, I'm fired.